Hey, Rebecca, do you know what the podcast is about? No. (laughs) Welcome to Life is Rich, the podcast, where one Jewish mom, that's me, Bonnie Rich, dishes tradition to her daughters. In season one, which we have named God, God, Mom, really? I take the girls on a Jewish journey. Leah, why have you agreed to do this? I'm finally interested in exploring Jewish spirituality because I have a lot of millennial angst. Rebecca, why did you agree to do this? Uh, I'm not really sure, but I guess we'll find out along the way. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Bonnie, the mom, and I made a funny documentary about our family called Life is Rich. Check out our teaser at lifeisrichfilm.com. We've been playing film festivals, and after a screening in California, Leah surprised me with some insights about our relationship. These thoughts came to me when I realized that I have this reoccurring stress and anxiety. It it can feel over-consuming. And then... When reflecting, I realize that you also have your own stresses and anxieties. And in the past, anytime I feel this way, I just go to you for advice and for healing. And it occurred to me that since you are also going through your own stresses and anxieties, that I needed to find my own form of God to find healing throughout my life I didn't need a god because I always just looked to my mother as that source of wisdom and I didn't need anything else for answers all I needed was my mom for answers now I realize she is a human and it's not fair to put that godly pressure on my mother My mom looks to something greater for her own guidance. Maybe I'm reaching a point in my life that I too should look for a greater being for guidance for myself. Was that enough to to make you cry? I know the first time it hit you, it was like, what? That's powerful. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Like, do you think this is a whim or do you think this is a serious quest, inquiry? I think it's one step closer to being serious. Um, And as I like slowly start to become clear-minded again and the overwhelm and anxiety peels away, I become less interested. But it's just a matter of time until that anxiety creeps back up and I go through this again. So I think each time I get closer and closer to figuring out what this higher being is trying to tell me in the form of anxiety. And and that has helped manage it. So I'm not having the anxiety for three months. Instead, maybe it's one month and then maybe it'll be one week. And as it creeps up, I'll be able to manage it because I'll be able to interpret it in a spiritual way. How would you want me to help you with this? Or do you want my help at all? Well, at first, I think that I was interested in it because 
I wanted to find a Jewish community in San Diego, but so far I haven't found a connection. So I think I just kind of want to start on like a personal journey um, and not necessarily one that I share beyond just kind of trying to heal myself. When you said you don't really need anyone to share it, does that mean you don't really want to make a movie about this? Oh, no, no, of course I do. Um, I just mean I'm not going to do it with anyone else. You don't feel the need to, to do this in community right now. Exactly. While making the film Life is Rich, I put myself on a 40-day diet of Jewish morning prayer, hoping this daily practice would bring me closer to Judaism. It did. And I talked incessantly about it to the girls, hoping they would join me. They declined. So I searched out Rabbi Wisdom and found the wonderful Rabbi Shira Stutman of Six and I Synagogue in Washington, D.C., and she gave me this advice. I think there are a few ways to pull your kids in. The first way is exactly what you're doing by allowing them to witness you on your own spiritual journey because kids will mimic what they see you do, not what they see you say. The second is, of course, just to meet them exactly where they are, right? To be able to try to figure out what parts of Jewish practice and spiritual practice are meaningful to them. Not, and this is gonna be hard because it's not about what's meaningful to you, it's about what's meaningful to them. I backed off forcing my joy on the girls. It's been a few years. I've become a regular synagogue goer. Leah moved to the West Coast. I live on the East Coast. So I asked Leah if she wanted me to take her on a 40-day Jewish journey. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. I think I know myself and I'm not going to be uh, able to do it for 40 days. Um, but I like the idea of it. But the idea is that we become accountability partners with each other and that we find 10 minutes a day to do the practice. I don't want to do something that's going to stress me out more. But you're right. If it's only 10 minutes a day, why not? I think step one is rediscovering God. Getting rid of what I don't believe and accepting new beliefs, um, kind of creating a new vision of what God is, trying to fit in 10 minutes of God when I've never fit God into my day before. So that alone sounds so challenging. It's like when people say you should meditate for 10 minutes a day, but if you don't do it, then you want to do your routine of sitting and watching TV for that 10 minutes or sitting on your phone for that 10 minutes. So it'll be really interesting and definitely challenging and potentially frustrating. But hey, maybe that's what maybe that's what I need. And maybe it'll be uh, an interesting um, life plot twist for other people to see. I'm not going to take Leah on the same 40-day path I went on because I'd like her to make it past the first week. I'm going to try to ease her into the concept of God. For me, I just decided to believe because it seemed smart to hedge my bets. I was hoping prayer would bring me to a place where all the voices in my head could sing together, not necessarily in harmony, just together. 
rather than all talking loudly over each other. We're going to create an episode of this podcast each week, and I will suggest a daily exercise. And then the following week, Leah and Rebecca will give me their honest opinions. For this first week's exercise, we're going to find a time each day to put aside just two minutes to pause. There are a few rules. You need to sit down, put away your technology, and no multitasking. No brushing teeth or cooking or whatever. You just need to focus on this exercise. Just two minutes. I'd suggest first thing in the morning, right when you get home from work or right before bed. Seeing what works in your schedule is part of the goal for the week. And if you feel so inclined, take some notes on how it goes. The exercise is in a separate audio file and I'll put the link in the show description. So that's it for this week. Our music is by the wonderful Casco Bay Tumblers. And if you'd like to find out more about Life is Rich, the film that inspired this podcast, go to lifeisrichfilm.com. You can also find out about joining our Life is Rich Dishing Tradition screening tour, where we bring the film and our mother-daughter comedy stylings to your organization. Tune in next week to see how Leah and Rebecca felt about daily pauses, and we'll also be exploring some childlike fun. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. God, Mom, really? Well, I don't... I, we're sound... You're going down. It's gotta be... God, Mom, really? God, God Mom, Mom, really? I think it's God, Mom, really? Really?